Hi there, this is Taylor checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and intentional ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus News. I've categorized them into protected areas, renewable energy, and drawdown. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Uh, and today's headlines are absolutely bananas. I'm really excited to share them. All right, our first category of protected areas. This first, uh, the only article in this category is from mongabay.com. Afro-Caribbean community safeguards pristine oceans with new protected area. The newly designated Ila Aji Marine Protected Area covers over a total of 60,800 acres of coastal, terrestrial, and marine ecosystems on Columbia, Columbia's Pacific coast. The Naya River Delta, where the protected area is located, is home to a variety of diverse ecosystems from tropical forests to beaches, mudflats to mangrove forests. The, newly, the new marine protected area contributes to Colombia's goal of conserving 30% of its surface by 2030, part of a larger global commitment made by around 70 countries to promote biodiversity through the creation of protected areas. Many of the communities near Ila Aji hope to transition to ecotourism to fulfill their conservation goals, but investment is still in its early stages. This second category, there is some really high level uh, technological news here. Um, I don't fully understand all of it, but I'm gonna do my best to explain it. Uh, this first one is from sciencedaily.com. Accelerated ammonia synthesis holds promise for conversion of renewable energy. Research by Japanese scientists at Hiroshima University reveals a way to make ammonia from its constituent molecules of nitrogen and hydrogen at ambient pressure. The new study in the Journal of Physical Chemistry demonstrates a process with potential for use in renewable energy storage and transfer, which relies on a dispersed and fluctuating network of resources such as the sun and the wind. The ultimate goal of this work is to establish the small-scale NH3 production, or ammonia production, uh, process to effectively utilize renewable energy, said study author and associate professor Hiroki Miyoka from Hiroshima's University of Natural Science Center for Basic Research and Development. Ammonia has recently been recognized as an outstanding energy carrier molecule, and the results of the study are relevant to renewable energy generation, which tends to be more distributed than industrial production. That news is related to the next story from SciTech Daily, where technological breakthrough allows seamless conversion of ammonia to green hydrogen. This is wild. Researchers leverage renewable electricity for widespread distributed hydrogen fuel production. 
Northwestern University researchers have developed a highly effective environmentally friendly method for converting ammonia into hydrogen. Outlined in a recent publication in the journal Juul, the new technique is a major step forward for enabling a zero-pollution, hydrogen-fueled economy. The idea of using ammonia as a carrier for hydrogen delivery has gained tra traction in recent years because ammonia is much easier to liquefy than hydrogen and is therefore much easier to store and transport. Northwestern's technological breakthrough overcomes several existing barriers to the production of clean hydrogen from ammonia. The bane for hydrogen fuel cells has been the lack of delivery infrastructure, said Sosina Halle, uh, lead author of the study. It's difficult and expensive to transport hydrogen, but an extensive ammonia delivery system already exists. There are pipelines for it. We deliver lots of ammonia all over the world for fertilizer. If you give us ammonia, the electrochemical systems we developed can convert that ammonia to fuel cell-ready clean hydrogen on site at any scale. So that's huge. Those two combined are pretty, pretty remarkable. Our next story is from sciencealert.com. Physics breakthrough as AI successfully controls plasma in nuclear fusion experiment. So this is really interesting. So in our last Pelicanus News episode, we reported that nuclear fusion heat record, a huge step in quest for new energy source. And in that, we discussed how challenging it is to manage um, plasma in nuclear fusion. Well, this week, with this new breakthrough, uh, there are new discoveries. So successfully achieving nuclear fusion holds the promise of delivering a limitless, sustainable source of clean energy. But we can only realize this incredible dream if we can master the complex physics taking place inside the reactor. For decades, scientists have been taking incremental steps towards this goal, but many challenges remain. One of the core obstacles is successfully controlling the unstable and superheated plasma in the reactor, but a new approach reveals how we can do this. In a joint effort by EPFL's Swiss Plasma Center and artificial intelligence research company DeepMind, Scientists use a deep reinforcement learning system to study the nuances of plasma behavior and control inside a fusion tokamak, a donut-shaped device that uses a series of magnetic coils placed around the reactor to control and manipulate the plasma inside it. It is not an easy balancing act, as the coils require a huge amount of subtle voltage adjustments up to thousands of times per second to successfully keep the plasma confined within magnetic fields. So to sustain nuclear fusion reactions, which involves keeping the plasma stable at hundreds of millions of degrees Celsius, hotter than even the core of the sun, complex multi-layered systems are needed to manage the coils. In this new study, however, researchers show that a single artificial intelligence system can oversee the task all by itself. Now, the science of how this was achieved is far beyond my capacity to grasp it, let alone explain it. But I will encourage you to look up this article because the point is that the breakthrough is incredible and potentially game-changing for all of us, for our planet. All right, our last category of drawdown. I've got a couple news stories here. The first one is out of eenews.net. This one I'm so happy to see. The Supreme Court rejects Dakota Access NEPA battle. Yeah, this is awesome. The Supreme Court dealt a blow to a pipeline developer deciding against hearing a dispute over environmental reviews for infrastructure projects. 
In a short order, the justices declined to wade into a years-long legal fight between the federal government and the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe over potential oil spill risks from the Dakota Access Pipeline, which runs from North Dakota to Illinois. Developer Energy, Developer Energy Transfer LP has said that a rejection by the High Court can leave the project at risk of a new shutdown order. There's been several of these orders in the last few years. The Dakota Access folks brought this back to the Supreme Court and with the Supreme Court refusing to step in, the energy company has said that the court has overstepped its authority and questioned whether agencies must fully resolve all criticisms of their NEPA reviews in court before determining a project does not require more extensive analysis. So the Dakota Access has been operating without a permit as the Army Corps continues its review. So completion of this final analysis is expected in September, but it is not looking good. And hopefully this pipeline can get shut down um, permanently. All right, our next story is out of WashingtonPost.com. I uh, love to see this. Students from five top universities sue to compel fossil fuel divestment. Students fighting climate change have been trying to pressure universities to divest from fossil fuel industry for years. They have shouted slogans, marched, rallied, waved signs. They have signed petitions and passed resolutions and referendums. They have disrupted Zooms and football games and board meetings and administration buildings. They have even covered themselves in oil. Now, frustrated by the response from school officials, a coalition of student groups working with the nonprofit Climate Defense Project has escalated the fight. Instead of just trying to convince university leaders that their investments are immoral for contributing to global warming, the groups argue that the investments are also illegal. Student-led campaigns at Yale, Princeton, Stanford, Vanderbilt Universities, and Massachusetts Institute of Technology filed complaints with their respective state attorneys general in a bid to compel schools to divest. The campaigns have requested an investigation into whether the schools have violated a state law related to investments by nonprofit institutions. God, I love this. The complaints argue that the Uniform Prudent Management of Institutional Funds Act requires universities to ensure their resources are put to socially beneficial ends and that putting money into fossil fuel companies is in direct conflict with their missions. They also argue that the investments may no longer make financial sense with the complaint saying that oil and gas stocks have greatly underperformed other investments over the last 10 years. The endowments of the five schools targeted in the, in the new complaints amount to more than 150 billion, with a B, dollars in total. Woo! All right, our last story here. Uh, this one's coming out of mangabay.com. Mexico's top court cancels mining concessions near indigenous communities. All right, there's a couple. Um, words in here that I'm going to absolutely butcher, but I've been practicing them, so hold on. Two controversial mining concessions on indigenous land were canceled after Mexico's Supreme Court ruled that residents were not consulted. The municipality of Ixtacamaxtitlan, located in the state of Puebla in central Mexico, has around 7 million ounces of gold and 1.4 billion ounces of silver that a Canadian firm wants to extract. While the case is a major win for Tecolteni community, 
The ruling did not set a new precedent for understanding Mexico's mining law, suggesting that similar cases could arise in other indigenous communities near mining concessions. Regardless, very happy to see that this mining concession was blocked. Okay, I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future.